1: Good morning. It is Wednesday, May 8th. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira.
0: And I'm j de Oliveira. And uh, glad for the middle of the week and glad for uh, this process that we're going through. <laughs> and it's it's always good. And, uh, and so, um, did I say my name? I can't remember.
1: You did. You said your It was name like and then so long ago. Like happy that it was the yeah, middle of the week.
0: Yeah, I just don't remember if I said my name. This, yeah, it was a long time ago. Uh, in those few seconds. So here we go. Okay, Let when me pray. We, when
1: we get to like the fifteenth, sixteenth of May, I, I want you to also say that you're happy. It's the middle of the month.
0: I will try to remember that. <laughs>
1: like, do all your fractions. Figure out like where we are in the month, uh-huh. so you can and uh-huh. and like uh-huh. at the end of. June, no, you can if, say that we're halfway no, through the year, if I we're, remem- we're in the middle of the if, year. I
0: remember, if I remember that, I will actually win the pinch punch, but I don't. See, that's where I fail.
1: I know, and then we know. can talk about where are we in the lifespan, kind of in the middle oh, of the oh, lifespan. Oh, yeah, we are
0: that. No. All right. Let's hope. Let me pray. <laughs> Heavenly Father, uh, thank you for today, thank you for the week, thank you for the middle of the week, uh, thank you for the call of uh, this passage and uh, the beautiful story that it is and the encounter of uh, Jesus going out of his way the, and the purpose of it. And we ask God for the wisdom of that story at the time and the wisdom that it means for us today. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Okay, I am reading from the New Testament for Everyone, the NTE. And again, our scripture passage this week is John chapter 4, verses 1 through 26, subheading the woman of Samaria. So when Jesus knew that the Pharisees had heard that he was making more disciples than John and was baptizing them, Jesus himself didn't baptize people, it was his disciples who were doing it, he left Judea and went back to Galilee. He had to go through Samaria, and he came to a town in Samaria called, named Sychar. It was near the place which Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. So Jesus, tired from the journey, sat down there by the well. It was about midday. A Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus spoke to her. "'Give me a drink,' he said. The disciples had gone off into the town to buy food. "'What?' said the Samaritan woman. "'You, a Jew, asking for a drink from me, a woman, and a Samaritan at that? "'Jews, you see, don't have any dealings with Samaritans. "'If only you'd known God's gift.' replied Jesus, and who it is that's saying to you, Give me a drink. You'd have asked him, and he would have given you living water. But sir, replied the woman, you haven't got a bucket, and the well's deep. So how are you thinking of getting living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank of it himself with his sons and his animals? Everyone who drinks this water, Jesus replied, will get thirsty again. But anyone who drinks the water I'll give them won't ever be thirsty again. No, the water I'll give them will become a spring of water welling up to the life of God's new age. Sir, the woman said, give me this water. Then I won't be thirsty anymore, and I won't have to come here to draw from the well. Subheading, Jesus and the woman. Well then, said Jesus to the woman, go and call your husband and come here. I haven't got a husband, replied the woman. You're telling me you haven't got a husband, replied Jesus. The fact is you've had five husbands— And the one you've got now isn't your husband. You were speaking the truth. Well, sir, replied the woman, I can see you're a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, and you say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. Believe me, woman, replied Jesus, the time is coming when you won't worship the Father on this mountain or in Jerusalem. You worship what you don't know. We worship what we do know. Salvation, you see, is indeed from the Jews. But the time is coming, indeed it's here already, when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Yes, that's the kind of worshipers the Father's looking for. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. I know that Messiah is coming, said the woman, the one they call the anointed. When he comes, he'll tell us everything. I'm the one, the one speaking to you right now, said Jesus.
0: I just like the fact that Jesus is so direct.
1: I find it, I've been confused about this as we've oh, been yeah. reading it all along. Well, I don't really know, what's his point in kind of calling her out on the multiple husbands thing? Like, like what's his point? Because it sounds a little accusatory.
0: The confrontation there?
1: Yeah, I just, well, I don't really understand what that's, it indeed shows it her that, um, that he knows things it that works. he would have no way of knowing, I guess. Yeah. But it also feels kind of judgmental.
0: It does. It does sound that way, except for I mean, and he, I mean, it's says, almost
1: certainly not her fault that she's had five husbands, not her fault that she's living with somebody who's not her husband currently, given the amount of control that women had over their lives. I don't think you could hold a woman responsible think, for anything. I think really. what
0: would have been judgmental is if he didn't speak to her.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree As with that. Jew, I think it was good that he spoke to her. That but was,
0: I think that's where actually the barrier is broken down in the first place. So the fact that he's actually at the well in the midday, I mean, that's what's the puzzling elements of the story that, that makes the story unique. And I think this arms her and relaxes her into the place where she's willing to say, this guy actually has sincere motives or he's actually willing to engage or there's something different about him that I want to know what's going on inside here. And uh, and the story, I mean, it pulls us into that space because he calls her, you know, woman at the end, this, this term woman, which is actually a term that he uses for his own mother. And it's a term mm-hmm. of endearment and, and kindness and respect. And so, you know, he's he's pulling along. And then he reveals that he's the Messiah.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, she doesn't react badly to it. So I assume that his tone must have been. Yeah. We don't but read I the rest kind of the passage. But I just kind of wonder. It, it strikes a certain I don't know, sensitive spot in me that's sensitive to kind of sexist language and so forth. I'm just wondering why women always have to be defined in terms of their relationships. Why is that the thing that's important to point out about this particular woman?
0: What was, uh, or what, any particular what did, what woman? What did we want to do with her? Then we wanted to, well, it was just a story that took place at that particular point.
1: Well, I know. I'm, I'm just wondering why he chose to single out her relationship status as opposed to talking about something else. That's
0: because that's where she turned up at noon. On that count, see. Well, the, the that's point, a lot point, of
1: extrapolating. That's a lot no, no, of guesswork. No, Nobody no, it's really not. knows that.
0: No, actually, they do. So here's the thing: they knew that that uh, you wouldn't turn up there unless there was something really going wrong in your life. Because well, then
1: that also would be evidence for her not having to think that Jesus is a prophet, because he could have just made an educated guess if everybody would know. Not that a, coming to the well, about, knew, well You know,
0: not about the status, but about that something's wrong with you. Mm. So the fact that he knew exactly what was wrong with her is what made him a prophet. Okay. So that was the difference. She was coming there when no other women were coming there to collect water in the well, midday. Well, then doesn't sun. It make
1: it look like there must be something wrong with him also? Like, what's he doing there?
0: Well, he was a Jew. In the middle of the day. A Jew in, in that area. There was a major concern. That's why the picture is so incredibly bizarre. It's crazy. But it's, it's also but kind incredible. of odd
1: that all the disciples went into town to get food and he just sat there.
0: Yeah, like so we haven't the well, finished the passage. Like, okay. This passage ends here, but the passage continues in verse, I think it's the, maybe verse 27 or 28. It actually says the disciples were shocked that he was talking to her.
1: Yeah. And the sure. disciples
0: were shocked that he was actually hanging out there at the well. Mm. And they were like, What are you doing? kind of thing. They didn't understand what was going on.
1: No, I was just curious. Anyway, yeah. we should get to
0: the We should get to the question. The real as well. question. Oh questions. yes. That's true. <laughs> Can you remember a time when you were engaged only your head, or only your heart in worship, and what was lacking as a result? How can we work harder to bring those two elements together? I think that uh, I think that actually happens all the time. I mean, it can happen all the time when you just get distracted, when you try to be focused but you get distracted, and, and it happens to me sometimes at church. You know, I mean.
1: Well, then in that case, if you're distracted, I'd, I'd say you don't have your heart or your head engaged in worship. You're just elsewhere entirely. Well, right? Is you're that kind of checked out?
0: That's a that's a quite a damning statement, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. Well, so. I mean, that's <laughs>
1: what I would think if somebody's just not there. It's not then you can't say that it's only your heart or only your head. Like, which one would you say is engaged oh. in a situation in which you're not interested?
0: Well, I'm just saying that I'm saying that things happen, right? The, that uh, can distract you in the sense that something come along and it can be like that's pretty bizarre. That's heavy. That's that's wrong. And well, in that case, though, someplace. which is
1: engaged, your head or your heart?
0: It depends what you were distracted about. Okay. So sometimes your head is taken off to a place. Sometimes your heart is taken off to a place.
1: Hmm.
0: It doesn't mean that you didn't have your head in it or you didn't have your heart in it in the first place. That's what the purpose of a distraction is, isn't it?
1: I, I don't know. Yeah. That's what I was asking. Yeah. I, I don't know what you mean. So, Well, I mean that's like. why I was asking. Well,
0: I'm just saying that uh, like just before worship takes place uh, you know, or you're inside a space where you are hoping to be in that place and something can come along and a spanner in the works and pull you aside
1: yeah so can you think of an example oh
0: yeah I mean it happens to me it happens to me often uh like a a minute before church worship will actually commence somebody will come along and say hey by the way you know I need to tell you that um something that actually cannot be fixed then Mm -hmm. something that cannot be resolved that took place last week or last month could you just take note of this and I'm like
1: Well, see, I think that's what I'm saying is that when you give that example to me, that means that you've been taken out of the worship place entirely because now you're thinking about a problem. But I feel like this thing he's talking about, what I'm trying to figure out is what this means. He's talking about if you have only your head engaged, what would that Mm. look like? If you had only your heart engaged, what would that look like? And what I'm envisioning is the head engaged would be Somebody who has to be very analytical about everything oh. and can't let themselves go emotionally at all. And I think our church has oh, okay, up being yeah. accused of that. That's what I think he means. And that the opposite of that would be only your heart oh, I in got the, worship. I
0: got the question entirely wrong. No, that's great. That's I like that. That's what
1: I think it means. And then your heart in worship would be where you're not using your head at all. You're just kind of waving yeah. your arms around and jumping up and down, or the thing that people accuse people who sure, are happy clappy sure. of being. And I think mostly people say Adventists are guilty more of the former, and not the latter of the hmm. head thing, right? Oh, I like that. Of analyzing and intellectualizing everything, which, I mean, I, I guess I'm totally that kind of a person. I would be more likely to do that in worship than to go the super emotional route.
0: Yeah, I like that. Well, uh, that's actually that's really good. I didn't I didn't go there at all, so that's actually really good. We we should look at that sometime. Unfortunately, we don't have time right now because we went, we went well over time. But so let me repeat the question. That's that's really good. Can you remember a time then where you engaged only your head or only your heart in worship, and what was lacking as a result, and how can we work harder to bring those two elements together? Really good. And uh, yes. In the way that you were talking about Becky, I think that's yeah, the way it's we should a good thing yeah. for
1: people to think about. How do you bring your head and your heart together?
0: Yeah, so think about that. Look after each other. Live, love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you, and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other, and live love.